0: Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is a wife and mother, international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how He truly loves and sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, If you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scandalous Grace. I am your host, Carla Swanigan, and this is the show where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. So glad you're joining us today on the show. We're going to be talking about the power of the cross. The power of the cross. Um, I'm taking it from the scripture that is in John chapter 19. If you want to get your Bibles or your Bible app, whatever you use to dig into the Word, I'm going to be reading out of the Passion Translation again today. I love that translation so much. I know I talk to you guys about it a lot. You would think that I'm a sponsor for them or something as much as I talk about it, but I'm not. It's just a really fantastic and fabulous way to get into the Word. I love it so much. It has changed, I believe, um, my, my feelings about my devotional time with the Lord when I read the Word. Because it is um it's so engaging and, and it really is so descriptive in a way that just kind of opens my eyes to the beauty of the word. And I think it has definitely increased my intimacy with the Lord and my understanding of his heart so much better. And I love all the study notes at the bottom as well. So I encourage you to check that out if you've never heard of that translation. I've had a few of you write into me and ask me where you could find it and what the name of it is. So it is the Passion Translation. And you can get it on Amazon.com and a lot of Christian, you know, bookstores carry it as well. You can just Google that and find out about it, but turn in your Bibles to John chapter 19 and we're going to be in verse 30. Now this is all about Jesus dying on the cross to set the scene for you a little bit. He's already been crucified and, um, it is right at the end where he is about to, commit his spirit to the father and we're going to be in verse 30. When he had sipped the sour wine, he said, it is finished my bride. Then he bowed his head and surrendered his spirit to God. Now, I don't know about you, but a lot of times I've read that passage and just blown right by it because that's something that we've heard taught, especially on Easter, I guess a lot we hear Those passages um, of scripture taught a lot and we can become overly familiar sometimes with the word, especially ones that are super popular or that we hear at Christmas or Easter, stuff like that. And I think this is one of those scriptures. But when I was when I was studying for my time with you guys this week and really pressing into the Holy Spirit for what he wanted me to talk about, to be honest, I was really struggling. I was like, Lord, I can't really get a feel for what it is you're asking me to share with them this week. And I was just sitting in my sunroom and just really trying to hear his voice and, and just waiting patiently on him, which is sometimes, as you know, so hard to do when you're wanting an answer from the Lord. And especially for me, cause I feel pressed for time because I want to make sure I have enough time to study and, and get all my notes ready before I come to the studio that week. And so I was sitting there and it was like the Holy spirit just totally downloaded into my mind. He said the finished work, the power of the cross. The power of the cross, and then instantly I remembered um, this scripture from John chapter nineteen thirty, and knew that that's what He was highlighting to me. And so I looked it up and and made some notes and and just really prayed into this message. So I hope it blesses you today. But when we see that that verse number thirty of chapter nineteen that says, "It is finished, my bride," what I feel like the Holy Spirit wants us to know today is that absolutely is a complete. Sentence. That's a complete statement. We don't have to do um, a Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic word study to understand what that verse means. When Jesus says it is finished, he means literally that in every sense of the word. He has restored us by the power and the finished work of the cross, He has restored us and redeemed us back to the father. We can now have relationship with him again because all that Jesus did for us on the cross. And if you think about it, the finished work at the cross encompasses a lot. I mean, we're talking about, um, not just his actual crucifixion, but also the beating that he took, um, all those lashes that he took on his back and, um, everything that he took for our sickness and our disease. Um, you know, all of that stuff is finished also. But most of all, what I want to talk about today is our salvation is offered to us because of what Jesus did on the cross. He did the work for us because before Jesus, we were trying to live by the law, right? We were trying to follow all the rules. And we know by reading the old Testament, by reading the stories and the accounts of the prophets and, and everybody all the fathers of the faith in the old Testament, that it is literally impossible to live by the law. It is, it is binding and it is suffocating and it is, it's impossible to do. There's gotta be Jesus in order to restore us back to the father and to offer us that salvation that we could never earn on our own. We could never attain on our own without the perfect blood and righteousness of Jesus And so for me, the phrase, it is finished means exactly that, but to dig a little deeper into it, not that long ago, gosh, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half ago, I was going through something really struggling. Part of it was going through all the health stuff that I was going through last year with my body. And some of you may know, I have a lot of back pain and I have some um, spinal stuff, degenerative disc stuff and things that. God is healing me, uh, but in the meantime, there are some days that that are really hard for me. I can't get out of bed, and and they're what I call high-suffering days. Those days are really, really not good, and there's a lot of pain and discouragement that comes along with that. As you can imagine, those of you who have any kind of chronic illness know exactly what I'm talking about. It, It not only affects you physically, but it begins to affect you emotionally, and for me, I think it brings that discouragement a lot of the time and that starts affecting me even spiritually and the enemy likes to whisper in our ear like oh you're never going to get healed you're never going to get better you're always going to feel this way God's really not going to do what he promised he's really not who he says he is and therefore pretty much every promise he's ever made you in your life is a lie you know how it can just spiral it can start with one thing and then it just snowballs into well if that's not true then this is not true and then that's not true and that makes all of this untrue And the enemy loves to do that, but we have to battle back against that, right? You guys, we have to remember that God is who he says he is and he will do what he says he will do. And we can trust him and he is faithful. And when we have those bad days, we have to stand on that. We have to stand firm on the faith. We have to, like the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. We have to lean into his strength and lean into his grace for fresh encouragement and fresh hope. And so this was exactly one of those days that I'm telling you the story about. I was, I was struggling physically. I was also having um, a really hard time with my teenage son who had started battling depression and anxiety when he started high school. And that felt like it came out of nowhere. And it was just another um, thing to be worried and freaked out about as a mom. You know, as a parent, my husband and I were kind of like at a wits end. We felt helpless. We didn't know what to do and making decisions about. You know, our son's health and, and how we could best serve him and get him on the right medications and and the right doctors and the right counselors and, and even praying the the prayers of power that we're going to help get him through. So we had all these things going on um, in my life and it was a really tough time. And I don't remember exactly what it was, to be honest, but one more little thing happened. I think, you know, maybe my dog, that was the day that my dog got really sick and I'd been up all night with him. I don't know, but I was exhausted and it was just one thing on top of another. And I'm sure you've had days like that where it just seems like your whole world is crashing in around you and you're just like, really, God, another thing? Like what in the world? All those things were happening at once. And I just remember crying out to the Lord and saying, Father, I need your help today. I need fresh strength. I need encouragement. I need you to remind me of all the promises you've made to me. Help me to remember those, Holy Spirit. Help me to remember the goodness of God, all the times that you've come through in the past for me, God, all the ways that you've healed me in the past. I just need encouragement. And kind of like David in the Psalms, I was literally trying to strengthen myself in the Lord. And I was having this conversation with the Lord, just pouring out my heart to him. And then very quietly, I heard the Holy Spirit whisper to my heart, Carla, I want you to apply the finished work of the cross to your situation today. Apply the finished work of the cross. And I was like, what? I mean, let me think this through. What are you saying, Lord? And so I just started thinking about the cross and, you know, started Googling and pulling up some scriptures um, that I knew that the Holy Spirit was leading me to. And this verse from John 19, verse 30, it is finished, was the verse that he took me to. And I read, you know, in different accounts, you know, in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in the Gospels, they all have their own account and um, story of the crucifixion. And I tried to read this part of it and just really get it into my spirit and into my heart and understand what the Holy Spirit was trying to show me in this moment and how he was trying to help me because he was answering my prayer. I was crying out to him for help and he was answering my prayer. And so I just started saying out loud. I apply the finished work of the cross to my body. I declare divine health in my body. I apply, you know, Jesus paid for all of it at the cross. And not only did he die for my sins, but he, um, you know, was beaten for all of my diseases and everything that could be going on in my body. So I said, I apply the finished work of the cross right now to this pain in my body and I command it to go. And then I said, I apply the finished work of the cross to my son Evan's mind and his heart and his spirit. And I just declare that he is free of anxiety and free of depression and free of fear and free of um, the um, like weight of performance that I think a lot of kids feel in high school to succeed and excel and do well. And I just started declaring the finished work of the cross over everything that was coming against me and everything that I felt like the Lord was asking me to apply it to. And instantly you guys, I started feeling that heaviness, you know, that kind of like, um, that sadness that we can feel from an extended amount of like oppression and, and sorrow. I started feeling that heaviness leave and I started feeling myself actually getting strengthened in the Lord and feeling encouraged by him. And I started remembering all those things that God had already done for me in the past and prayers that I prayed that he had answered. Um, and, and turned things around, turned situations in my marriage around, turned things, health crisis, other health crisis in my body around and, and situations, even with my kids, I started having that fresh hope and that fresh encouragement. So I just want you to remember the finished work of the cross and ask you what situation are you dealing with today? What's coming to your mind? Even as you're listening to me speak to you today, do you have some kind of health thing going on your body? that you need healing, um, that you feel discouraged about, are you dealing with some financial pressures or issues or fears that you need encouragement? You need fresh hope for you need God to intervene. Do you have a relationship issue? Are you praying for a prodigal child to come home to the Lord? What is it in your life that the Holy spirit is highlighting to you? Even as I'm speaking this message to you today, even as you're listening What is he highlighting to you that he's asking you to apply the finished work of the cross to? I encourage you to do that. Do it out loud. You know, just say, I apply the finished work of the cross to that situation. Because here's what we need to remember. Christ already did it all. And we talk on this show a lot about relationship versus religion. You know, our tagline is leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. And the reason we say that is because I want everyone to know the father heart of God, that he's a good father and that he loves us. And it's not about performance with him. It's not about rules and laws and regulations. He sent his son, Jesus to die and rise again so that we wouldn't have to live that way anymore. We wouldn't be bound by all those laws and bound by all those rules and religious activity, things that performance, you know, that we feel like we have to do in order to earn his love, to, in order to earn our salvation or in order to keep it. You know, I think sometimes we remember the world that Jesus is the one that saves us and we can only come to God through his son, Jesus. We know that we get saved through him, that we can't earn that. But I think sometimes after we get saved, we forget. And we think that we have to keep our salvation and that there's some way that we can add to what Jesus did at the cross, you know, to keep our salvation. It doesn't work that way. You guys, right? There's nothing we can do to add to what he did at the cross. He did it all. It is finished. He covered everything that could possibly be covered. Um, And another thing is we can't add to it by our good works, by being good and following the rules. But we also, there's nothing we can do to take away from what he did at the cross. I'm a firm believer in that, you know, Jesus paid the price and it was perfect and he's the only perfect one. So when we screw up or we make a mistake, we don't lose our salvation. We don't lose relationship with him. I mean, I'm going to say it again this week. I think I brought it up last week. If you have not read the story of the prodigal son in the gospels, go find that, Google it, whatever you have to do, get in the word, read that story and just know that that story is more about the heart of a father than it is about the mistakes of a son. Really what God is highlighting, what Jesus was doing when he was telling that story was showing us what kind of father it is. That created us, that his heart for us is good, his intentions and plans for us are good and that he longs for us and is pursuing us. Even when we don't think we deserve it, especially you guys, when we feel like we don't deserve it, he is right there waiting for us to run back into his arms. And just like in that story, the father went running to the prodigal son. He didn't make him come all the way to him. He ran down the road as soon as he saw his son coming so that he could greet him in a hug and celebration and he had a big party and that's the God that we serve. That is our father. You know, Jesus did it all. We can't add to it. And I want you to remember, you also can't do anything to take away from it. He covered it all on the cross. Every sin that you've done in the past, every sin that you've done today, every sin that you will do in the future, it is covered. And so if we get hyper focused on, oh, I don't deserve relationship with him or I don't deserve salvation or I don't deserve to be forgiven because of the mistakes I made today or the mistakes I made in my past, we're losing sight of the power of the cross. You guys, it's his blood is the most powerful thing that has ever been. His blood was perfect and it covered every possible sin. He was literally, Jesus was literally the perfect sacrifice. We can't add to it. And we can't take away from it. And I feel like there are people listening that you're sitting in your car maybe or sitting in your living room or at your kitchen table, as I'm saying this, and you're talking to yourself out loud. Well, you don't know what I've done, Carla. Or I did this or I did that. And listen, you guys, like I say on every show, I try to be as transparent and authentic with you guys as possible in the short time that we have each week on the radio. But I want you to know that there is nothing that he hasn't already forgiven you for. There is nothing that you can do to take away his love for you. There's nothing you can do to take away from the power of the cross. It is the most powerful gift ever given to us was his son, Jesus. And it's not just the gift of salvation. It is the restoration, the redemption back to him, We are ministers of reconciliation here on this earth because of what Jesus did for us. And he's doing the same thing for you. So whatever it is that's coming to your mind or whatever you're sitting there thinking right now, um, it's not too big for God to forgive. He forgives it all. I mean, I've shared so many things, so many of my mistakes with you guys. You know, I talked about, I think it was on last week's show. And if you missed that, you can go back and listen to it on our iTunes podcast or on our YouTube channel at Carlos Swanigan Ministries just kind of catch up and see what that show is about. But we talked about, um, I believe on last week's show or the week before about, you know, I was separated from God for a really long time after I had gotten saved as a little girl because I had an abortion in college. And I thought that God could never forgive me for that. It was my biggest secret sin. I, I told no one. And when God had a lady pray for me and, and break that lie off of me, that Jesus was disappointed in me and he couldn't forgive me for that. And I was instantly free of that lie and knew that God had never stopped loving me and never stopped pursuing me. It changed my life. You guys, it changed the trajectory and the direction of my life. And it set me on fire for him in a way that I had never been before. And it's the power of his forgiveness, the power of his unconditional love. And honestly, it's just the goodness of God. We say it here every week. He is so good. You guys, whatever idea you have about having him as a good father, imagine it a million times better than what we can imagine. And we still can't even reach the depth of his goodness, the depth of the beauty and the magnificence of the father's heart. And, you know, we talked about Psalms one Oh seven last week as well. Get in there and read that. If you need to be reminded who God is, just read Psalms one Oh six, Psalms one Oh seven, those first few verses just talk about what a good father he loves, how his love is never ending, how it's unfailing And I just want to encourage you about that today because the power of the cross is for our salvation. It's to cover all of our sins, our fears, any unbelief we have. It's to heal us of all sickness and disease. Jesus did it all. It is finished. Just like it tells us in our scripture verse for today, John 19, 30. It is finished. He did it all. And you guys, I don't know what it is that you need to turn over to him. Sometimes sometimes. You know, I just feel like we try to hold on to stuff that we're like, well, he can forgive me for this, but he can't forgive me for that. I just keep feeling that so strongly, even as I'm sharing with you this morning, that there are those of you listening, there is something that you're like, yeah, but not this thing, not this thing. And I just want to tell you, yep, especially that thing, because if the enemy has you so convinced that you are separated from the love of the father and intimate relationship with the Holy spirit because of that one thing, take a look at that and realize if he's pressing that hard to convince you of that, there's gotta be a reason. And it's because he's scared to death of you to have a close, intimate, personal relationship with the Lord. Let the Holy spirit into that place. If, if you need to say it out loud, Lord, please forgive me for blah, 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 whatever that scary thing is. I don't know if you, you know, Hit somebody in a car and and kept on driving, and you've never told anybody like a hit and run, or you know if I don't know you guys, all kinds of things are coming to my mind to be honest with you, and I want you to know that God forgives all those things. He forgives it all. I don't care what you've done, there is nothing we talked about this, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of the Father, His work on the cross, the power of the cross that's what makes it so beautiful, you guys, he covered it all. And that's the beauty. That's the power of the cross. There is nothing impossible for God. There is nothing that he can't forgive. You know, um, he forgave you and made a way for you to for, be forgiven before the foundation of the earth. He knew what you were going to do before he created you in your mother's womb, before you were ever born. And he never stopped loving you. He loved you from the beginning and he loves you today. Will you just let him into that place of pain that you're feeling that place of fear, a place of doubt that you feel that he can't forgive you or let you close to him for that thing. Because I'm here to tell you today, I'm here to tell you today that he wants to forgive you of those things. I don't care what they are. I don't care if you're like me and you've had an abortion. I don't care if you've committed murder. I don't care if you're listening to this from a jail cell and, um, you've done, you've robbed people and and stolen from people. I don't care, um, how many lies you've told, how many people you've manipulated I don't care what kind of double life you're living. The Lord wants into that place right now. He wants to forgive you of that and help you walk in freedom. He wants to set you free because as long as we're holding on to that thing and not letting the power of the cross touch it, we're keeping ourselves from the greatest gift that ever was to us. And that's Jesus. And it's more than salvation. You guys, he died on the cross for us to be restored to him and have relationship with him. He cares about every detail of your life. He wants in, he wants into your dark closet, your light closet, whatever you got going on, Jesus wants in there. He wants to love you in spite of it, through it, because of it, whatever that looks like in your life, please understand the power of the cross and the power of a father's heart of love for you. I cannot, um, I don't know. Say strongly enough. I can't, the words won't even come to me. My tongue's getting tight because I'm trying so hard to articulate the love that I'm feeling right now, just coming through the room here in the studio that God has for all of you who are listening. I can feel it. It's an overwhelming, unconditional love that only comes from the Father, heart of God, and through His Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let Him in, you guys. Let Him forgive you of for whatever it is and move on. Like He said to me that day that. He, um, healed me from the shame and guilt and the sin of my abortion that I had in college. I said to him, Lord, please forgive me. And he said, Carla, I forgave you the very first time you asked me, baby girl. I forgave you the very first time. You don't have to keep asking me. That sin is gone. I don't even remember it anymore. And he applied the finished work of the cross to my sins and the perfect, beautiful blood of Jesus. And so I want to pray for you guys right now to do the same. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up everyone listening. I feel your love for them so much right now, God. I'm so overcome with emotion. And love for those listeners right now, whether they're listening through the airwaves on the radio or through iTunes or through YouTube, Lord, I feel your love, your forgiveness, your unconditional love for them. Father, break through Holy Spirit. I send your ministering angels to minister to them and pursue them, Lord, and bring them fresh hope and encouragement and healing in their bodies to God. I thank you for the power of the cross. I thank you that it's finished and that you did it all. and We can't add to it and we can't take away from it. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you listening every week, and I love hearing from our listeners. You can email us at scandalousgrace at carloswanigan.com, and you can find out more information about me and this ministry at carloswanigan.com. And I love you guys so much. Remember, leave religion out of it, and just bring Jesus.
0: We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carlos Wanigan. Please go to carlaswanagan.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swannigan Ministry's resources, including her video devotional series, Scandalous Grace with Carla Swannigan, is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to carlaswanagan.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. Please join us again next Saturday at 4 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan.